We got to try the new one. Well, try the new one. Uh, you know what? We are trying. We are trying. This is this is like this is my birthday. This is your birthday. It's my birthday, Paul. You're not celebrating my birthday, but you know what? Mean? That's okay. I saved it. You're for an you. ass. What are you talking about? Your birthday? Oh yeah. Well, this is my birthday. Birthday, bur- birthday bourbon. Oh, no, it's my birthday bourbon. Okay, the four gate. Yeah. yeah, the four gate. It is. Uh, oh, we didn't bring the bottle in. We didn't. That's Austin, all right. Did you grab it? That's all right. We have, it's it's the four gate. It's the four gate uh, blue bottle. Right. It is a rye blue gate, and it is a is tremendous the, tasting. Is this the one that your, your wife came ponied up big time? Like came through? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You need to redirect your microphone. Oh, do I? What was I sounding like? Uh, <laughs> like a like a like a, like a girl. I sounded like a girl. <laughs> yes. Well, you had a lisp. Oh, imagine that. No, like a like a TikTok person that Jeff sent earlier. No, <laughs> that I don't have. So God. scroll down. These are all the different four gates. Is that what that is? And they're all MGP. Do you know that? I don't know if they're all, but they're all blends. They don't distill their own shit. I find that amazing. How much of a almost can, like an aftermarket bourbon business there how is. How can they charge that much for a blend? They can. They don't distill their um, own stuff. They buy their own distill. Yeah, they buy their distillate. It's been aged for seven years, and um, it's potent. And you know what? Look, here's the bottom line. It tastes very good. It does. Well, that's really very the nice. bottom line. I mean, being, I mean, mm, there's probably. Mm. There's probably the part of the business where they're a master distiller. I mean, they're not master distillers, but they're master blenders. There are, there are, yeah, right? Definitely, I mean, and, yes. that, and that part of the business is probably just as big. God, right? Man, Johnny Walker. Yeah, man. Someone send this fucking text message. What is it off a of TikTok? It's libs of TikTok. A biological man. Or, I'm sorry, biological male who went viral this year for attempting to join a sorority. Is now learning from Dylan Mulvaney and creating TikToks making a mockery of woman women. It's listen to this. It's painful. Let's see here. Oh I turned it down. Hold on. I was anticipating what is it called? Um the Feedback. podcast. Which one um, is this? Is this the the period? Yeah, the one the that makes menstruation. You makes fun of the women. Yeah. Day 12 of being a girl, and we're going to go buy tampons. Well, let's go. Help me. What the? I don't know. Which one should I get? At the Tampax Pearl. Um, if I were a woman, I I'd be these pissed. These are like little dots to see how much you flow, is what somebody said online. I don't know. Let's do an unboxing. Um, it literally has instructions. Okay, this is a tampon. This thing does not go up inside you. Like, where does that go? Oh, my God. What the hell? Okay, so it says you push the plunger. It's uh, embarrassing. And, it is. and why are we giving this guy any airtime? That just hangs out That's what I'm you? asking. Well, it's a dude's it, like us thing where... Where is he going to stick it? Oh, oh, it comes open. Oh. Yeah, well, so, I think what it is, like, a lot of people won't oh, see this. They're not aware that these yahoos are out there. Thank God. Right? No one needs to see that. It's scary yeah. that there is those kind of people out there, though. But here's the thing: the the he's mentally 
fucked up. I mean, why would a male? I mean, he's. Uh, it's obvious that this is all premeditated, and he just is going out there to fuck with he's, stuff. He's but, trying to get clicks. But you know, I mean, really think about it. Why would a guy go out to? A, I mean, he doesn't have a vagina. Okay, he's got a pee hole. He's got a dick. He's got a dick hole and an asshole. And that. I, yeah, he. Well, I was saying, where is he going to stick it? He's all yeah. about attention, right? This is yeah. again. This is the is guy a, that w- w- tried to go to a sorority and and didn't get picked. But here's the thing: if, it was if, all publicity. If you if you put stunt. that if you put that thing in your asshole, if I and, get stuck. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'd be like the worst case scenario because that thing would the 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 thing would, would create a flume of <laughs> flume <laughs> of like a log flume at yeah, six legs. It, it, no, like a flume of oil in a sea. It's just I'm just saying that that uh, it would absorb. Yeah, the absorbency sponge thing would just inflate <laughs> to where it creates this huge clot, and uh. it, it would make the world's worst butt plug ever. Because it would be... It All would, dry. Oh, uh, dude. I mean, it would be horrible. Come on, Paul. Yeah, I mean... What do you want to add? You would get any beaver well, I would just be there. worried it would dislodge all those other things that you were talking about, right? Uh, the, the jacks and the little, the uh, little yeah. matchbox cards. All the things you eat as a kid, you know? Yeah. The jacks. The things that, the things that come... <laughs> With the points and all the yeah, edges? The uh, thing that comes out in the colonoscopy. Uh, silly putty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and sh- here we go. We opened another podcast with some sort of anal reference. Well, you, you said know, you wanted to debride your ass taint. Well, here's the thing, man. The, people don't that. don't get it when you start fucking with things like that. You know, it's toxic, and you know, people, people, people could do things. And when you get at that toxicity that that gets in your body, you know, you, you're just asking for problems. I mean, you may not get it right away. I mean, but what, what you, I, I, obviously I'm not going to watch the whole thing. But you're saying he was advocating shoving that up his butthole. Well, I'm not saying so much that. But what if someone watched it? What if a, a young gay dude was like, "Oh, maybe this is what you're supposed to do," and he shoves that thing up his ass, and then 15 years from now he gets cancer because of some weird shit going on <laughs> in his body? I mean, look, you get sick from all kinds of things, and you never know what from, and it can hit you at any time, and it could be something stupid. It could be something genetic, you know. It could be, I mean, in your DNA. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, but that's that's that. Is that genetic? I think it's irresponsible. That's irresponsible, you know. But there are there are some folks out there that that don't have that. There are some folks that you know, dudes like us out there that you know, uh, life hands them a deck of cards. And they're kind of like, here you go. But yeah, just like you say, if, there, if somebody's listening to them, young and impressionable. And they take it on themselves, and then all of a sudden you have a medical emer- emergency about some stupid crap that somebody saw on a TikTok. Yeah. Oh, how many TikTok challenges have come up? Exactly. Oh, that's uh, what I'm saying. Dude, the, like pod, to, the, the pod, tie the tie pods. pods and oh, God. Then you trying have to, to remove the light bulbs out of your ass. I mean, Whoa. I think... I, I, <laughs> What have you been doing, Sean? No, well, dude, seriously, there are people that have showed up with a light bulb in their ass, and they're kind of like, I mean, that's real. Oh, they're, they're, people in an emergency room would tell you there's all sorts of stuff, oh, yeah. that, they have to, stuff that they have to pull out of people's butts. Yeah, I mean, God. Like, I would say most of the time they accidentally get stuck up there, maybe. I don't well, know. it needs to be the, tapered. The rodents. Yeah. How did yeah. you get this remote control up here? I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> I sat on it and... <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> reverse osmosis. Yeah, that's no time to have any kind of uh, 
uh, ego or anything. You just go and you go, this happened, get it out. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to let it Ima- fester. Imagine just imagine that. Like, no. It, it, yeah, <laughs> you would I, just have to go, I, all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm going yeah, to get it fixed. I, I, I put this up my butt. Yeah. And I can't it, get it out. It, I will never come back to this emergency room. I don't know if you've ever room. had a suppository before, but you've had the suppositories, right? No, no, Where, well, no. well, I mean, I, I get a little hemorrhoid every now and then, and uh, thanks Week, to Paul, weekly. who said, hey, man, why don't you just do a suppository and, and it'll be done? Get some preparation, bam, done. And you know what? I'm like, oh, I did it. And guess what happened? What position did you get in? I, I don't remember Supine. telling you this. <laughs> <laughs> supine. Oh, supine. Very nice. I was like supine and you weren't uh, deep strike. I was position. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got I got my pillow out and I was in the got my leg hiked up over my shoulder. Okay. And, no, but when, you know when you, you stick that suppository in there, you know it's difficult to shove in there at first, and then all of a sudden you get past a certain point, and then there's like your body's kind of like hey, hey, welcome in here. How you doing? Hey, what's your name? There it is. It's it's like the bank thing that you put in. In the little thing and it goes up the If you get it up there far enough, it goes. <laughs> yeah. There's some dude in there that's. So like, Sean, like, three knuckles it to get it in there? <laughs> three knuckles? God damn. <laughs> what, dude. Do we, what are you saying? It worked or didn't work? Or uh, it, no, it, what I'm saying is that the. Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, all right, look, if we're going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, talk you, about it. yeah, you right, opened it so, up. All right, so look, I. I I, first of all, I never had done one in my life, so I have no idea what this is. And I'm sure the fuck not going to ask anybody. So the first one, I, I tried to shove a suppository up my ass, and <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. So I just I push in there, and it's like I think it's in there because my finger is, you know, you know right on my your butt, butthole. And right. I'm like, well, I'm not going to put my finger in my butt, so I'm just going to push it up there. And I, <laughs> I take my finger away, and my butt's like... <laughs> it spits it's, it right out, yeah, it just and it's like right out. in the toilet. And I'm like, well, fuck. Now I got to get another one. What the fuck, man? <laughs> and so you, now, you never had none of this as a child. Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have been hovering over the toilet. You could have. <laughs> you could have reused. Could have retrieved <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, wash it off and try it again. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this. But anyways, did you, have, you, know, did, you, have, did you have a finger condom on? Uh, I did not have a finger condom, but I had the hot so water running poop, in the poop, sink. You had to use a sandwich bag or so something. You had poopy finger, poopy nails. No, 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 no. I have a very clean bum because I use wet wipes. Oh. So you clean the inside. Oh, yeah, what about I shoved the inside? that thing up there. Oh, it's <laughs> like a fucking glass brush. It's just oh, like, okay. <laughs> anyway, at some point it got sucked up in there, and then <laughs> what happened? Well, you know what, and, and then um, and then I had go no away? more uh, discomfort, uh, and it's not so much that it did mm. go away. So what, oh, what dude, I suggested yeah. actually worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I, I thought I was getting that. I thought I was a, to blame for the something. problem is that I I had it for like almost a year. You're like, damn it, I could have done this all a year you ago. Had yeah, to do. and it, was, it wasn't like it was painful or anything. It was just kind of like, you know, I you mean, always there. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah, my brother, you know, he, my brother, I doesn't want to talk about this. My brother has real bad hemorrhoids, and his are kind of like, yeah, it's my, my hemorrhoids are like you know, two squirrels in a bag fighting, you know, like they're broccoli. just fucking huge, you know. It's like when he takes a dump, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Play Doh shooting through one of those little form shapers, you know, and just like, push oh, it down and process. I'm like, thanks for the visual. Jeez. But, you know, yeah, and thank mine you. Mine aren't like that. Mine are, like, are small and manageable, thank God, you know, but there are people that have super bad hemorrhoids where they have to have, surgery and right. uh you know uh. my wife had that surgery and it's extremely painful oh yeah and the recovery is extremely painful you can never get comfortable uncomfortable yeah. you know so uh yeah 
I, I, I dealt with a little bit of it, got a little snapshot of it, and I'm good. And you're. Uh, you took a picture of it? I did. What do you mean? My you should have snapshot. Of well, you put, the, you put yeah. the whole thing on TikTok, didn't you? <laughs> no. Your son takes pictures TikTok. of his butthole. Oh, God. Oh. Get to, wow. He's not talking about our producer. No. Other God, I hope not. He sends it to his friends. Oh, jeez. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. This is a, Boy, y'all are going deep with this. Yeah, this is... Oh, there we go. Yeah, this is another form of junk pics, huh? Well, anyways, that, that was an attempt to hit a segue there I was eventually trying to get to. But yes. anyway, so, uh, you know, this guy's on TikTok, and he's, he's, he's shooting that thing up his butt, and he's... You know, and people are going to do that. They're going to get sick. And, you know, and I was also sharing that, you know, it leads to, to, to some people uh, becoming unhealthy and cancerous. And, you know, and there's a lot of people out there that have the uh, disfortune of or unfortunate that, that get that. And they're doing extra stuff to, to make it happen. Well, whatever. It's just part Idiocracy. of it. You know. Uh, so I was. With, which goes way deep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was trying to. Uh, lead you to the pasture, but you know there there are some people. Uh, like, Scott, you had mentioned something about you going through a phase in your life where not you were shoving shit up your ass, but you know God had dealt well, you. He hasn't denied that, but uh, oh, go on. No, it was actually <laughs> <laughs> it was, the problem was coming out, but uh, no, actually, um, I had went to California and done some work out in California. They delivered a bunch of materials. I picked up all these materials, which I shouldn't have picked up. They were way too heavy. And I carried them upstairs, put them in an apartment. It was about to rain. Nobody was on site. Um, the next morning, woke up with a huge knot on my neck. So I had a huge knot. By picking up the materials? Yeah. And I thought it was a pulled muscle. I'm like, I don't give a crap. My girlfriend at the time goes, you need to go to the doctor. I'm like, eh, I don't care. I'm fine. It's a pulled muscle. So they brought in um, the guy I was watching the job for. They brought He came back. And uh, I went home. I landed on a Thursday. Thursday evening, I landed. She picked me up, drove me to the hospital, and I was pissed. I was like, I just want to go home. Yeah, you're like, you're wasting my time. Yeah, it's a a pulled muscle. Leave me the hell alone. Drove me to the hospital. They took me in there, and they went in there and just started stabbing me with needles and stuff, going, we're going to check this out because it could be this, could be that. Check me out. And they said, okay, now go home. We'll call you later on tomorrow. Some of the results of what we find. Right. So I go home, um, drive up in the driveway and get a phone call from the hospital. It says, get back to the hospital right now. There's three doctors in a bed waiting for you in the emergency drive-thru. Oh, my gosh. And we're like, what the hell are you talking about? And they're like, no, don't stop. Don't do anything. I don't care. Get in your car. Get back to the hospital. We drive back to the hospital. Um pull up there there's three doctors and a bed sitting there which how how often has that ever happened you know i mean you're going in now so they put me on the bed rolled me in there start stabbing with my needles i'm like going okay whoa 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 whoa. yeah give, tell me something first what the hell is going on here and they said well we're gonna tell you something you have thyroid cancer i'm like oh my gosh am i gonna die they're like well that's not gonna kill you the two pe's in your lungs pulmonary pulmonary embolisms and both of your lungs are completely clogged up and going to your brain. It's Thursday. You're not going to live through the weekend. So they started stabbing me and putting blood thinners and all that. And then basically, I'm the only person you'll ever, ha- ever hear say, cancer saved my life. If they wouldn't have seen that cancer, the two PEs, I would have died that weekend. 
This oh. was a Thursday. They said you wouldn't live through the weekend because of the pulmonary embolism, embolisms in your lungs. And, and how, how did you get those? Uh, blood clot behind my knee. Traveling so much on airplanes and my knees were always, you know, clogged up. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. If you travel a lot, you have to make sure you get up and walk. Get up and walk around and move around all the time. Yeah. Around the plane? Yeah. It's called deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus. So I had a huge blood clot behind my left knee. That had gone in both of my lungs. And they said, well, you know, there's so many things. Did you feel, you know, were you worn out? Did you, were you tired and all that? I'm like, yeah, lightheaded. Oh, I'm working 17 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to get this project back on course. Yeah, I was tired. Right. You know, but it wasn't anything abnormal. So there wasn't any really symptoms or anything that I felt coming on just because I was working so hard. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and you were just kind of fighting through it, like pushing through it, going through the motions. And I say this huge knot came up, turned out to be thyroid cancer, which they said, and they went into there to remove that after they fixed the blood, my blood, and all that, and got me back on. They took me in, and we did the thyroid cancer, and they removed. 55 lymph nodes from one side and 48 lymph nodes from the other side. Good Lord. And I've now had seven cancer surgeries. Clear. Nice. And uh, this is all, how long ago was all this? It started 2014. My last surgeries were 2019. So this is all, you know, fairly fresh. Yeah. Or 2000, no, I'm sorry, 2021. 2021 were the last two that I had. Wow. So what they do for the uh, the PEs? Did they just give blood thinners? Is blood that what thinners, fixed it? Yeah, or? and that was, the problem is is me growing up as my whole family are doctors and pharmacists. Yeah, and needles and all that stuff. I when I was nine, and this is another part of my life that's kind of weird. When I was nine, I got hit by a car. I died three times. Um, I was in ICU for six weeks. Oh my goodness! Um, they told my parents. Every day, he's going to die or be a vegetable. Right. They said he'll never be a normal person. When I finally came out of it, they said, well, he'll never be able to walk or run right. So I started running, walking, started doing all my stuff. Oh, he'll never be able to play sports or really be able to run. I played football. I did everything in the world. I went, I beat all the odds. Right. So I, I had already beat the odds. and Yeah, you already checked that box. Yeah. God, God saved me one time and brought me back. And then this time, actually... The funny thing was, too, when I had cancer, well, not actually not funny, but they had tried to put a voice box on me when they were putting a trach in me. They were going to put a voice box on me. The guy put it on backwards and killed me. And I went out. I was out for about, they said, about three and a half minutes oh before goodness. they could bring me back. When I was in surgery, because I wanted to do both sides of my throat at the same time, yeah. it collapsed, and I actually coded twice. So in my life, between both of those, I have basically died six times. Wow. So I I have basically said that I am the gato. (laughs) I am the cat. So in any of those situations, you know, that they always talk about, I I saw myself. I was up in the the, the ceiling and I saw myself. And did you have any of those? I, I had the funniest thing in the world was all I could see was I walked around the walls. I would walk over. And around the ceiling and around the walls on the floor, I would sit here and do this when I was out. I could see myself walking around the walls. And that happened more than once? Oh, all the, I mean, the two times that they I coded in the hospital. 
Oh, wow. During my cancer surgeries, I, I saw that. You, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Like sometimes, no, when I was a kid, yeah, pe- I don't... people will say that they were up in the corner of the room yeah. and they saw the people working on them yeah. and all that kind of stuff, like an after, what do you call it? An after, after body, out of body experience? Out of body experience, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never had that. I actually woke up and my brother was sitting next to me. And like I said, I'd been down. They said, he's a vegetable. He's never going to come out of this. Yeah. And my brother is sitting next to me with a bunch of little Star Wars toys and little motorcycles that everybody had brought and put around me and flowers and all that. He said they're playing. And I woke up and I went, I got to get up and go to school. And yeah. scared him to death. And he jumped up and ran out of the room and told everybody, he's awake. Y'all need to come in here. And he's, he's acting he's awake normal. And he's talking. Yeah. And I tried to get up and fell on the floor because I hadn't walked or moved in six weeks. Everything, <laughs> I was, my whole body was asleep. So I tried to yeah. get up and fell on the floor. And they had to come in there and pick me up and put me back in the bed. Oh. I'm like, I got to go to school. I got to go to school. And you were just like running across the street or on a bike or? I was on a bike going to my dad's pharmacy and a guy came across um, kind of a hill in Lubbock. Yeah. Lubbock, Texas came across like a little hill jump on a red light um, doing 75 miles an hour in his black Trans Am. Oh, no. And hit me doing 70. With said, the T-tops with the yep, eagle on the hood. That was the one. Hit me doing 72 miles an hour. Oh, Did, they, did he wow. just keep moving? No, he stopped, but then the whole court thing was that his dad was a multi, had more money than they knew what to do with, oh, so, so they were happened. like, oh, we're going to pay this off to make it go away. Nice. You like right. that happens. But he had done it twice before. I was the worst case that he had done. hit other people? I was, yeah, he had hit two other kids before me. Okay, come on. I know, but this was back. Um, back when they didn't care, I 70, guess. 70, whatever it was. 70, I don't want to give away my age. I'm sorry, it was like. 2004. <laughs> right. Wow. No, we're all that old. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't think uh I don't think I've ever had a near death experience. I don't I'm pretty, I have not. I'm, I'm pretty I, sure I would remember that experience. Right? You have Yours what? was with alcohol though. No, no, no. Mine, oh. Well, no, but I I had a near death experience. Um I was living in Colorado and I had snuck out our house. I was 13, 14, maybe. Doing drugs and listening to rock and roll. Doesn't matter. Um, when I was sneaking back in, I took the screen off my window, opened it, and there's a curtain there. And the curtain moves. And a 9 millimeter gun <gasps> wow. comes from around the curtain. And in my face, your father, my dad, was about to shoot you. He's about to wrap things up. How awful would that have been? We were like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't remember now, was exactly he, was what he I said. Shaking? Was he like, didn't know it was you? Or was he like basically scaring the shit out of you? Uh, it could have been. I don't know. I don't know. Frankly, I don't really remember. I do remember that part. You it blacked scared out. The, you know? scared the shit out of him. Oh, dude, it. yeah. I, I'm, I'm wondering if he would scare the shit out of him. Dude, he, you know, who knows? My dad's like that. I mean, he sleeps with the gun next to his bed. Um, wow. Don't, don't, we, don't, don't we, we all? <laughs> don't we all nowadays? Uh, oh, yeah, mine's not. I mean, you know, you got to get through it through the biometric you your, thing. You got your AK just like right there on oh, your yeah. bed. Oh, yeah. I've <laughs> got no, the Gatling gun. No. My, my dad's different. i got the Gatling gun at the foot of the bed. i got my, my 50 cal to just... Uh-huh. My dad's different. He's, he, he literally has a gun either under his pillow or right 
under the mattress. Well, my dad has a holster hanging on the side of his bed with his gun in it. Nice. Yeah. He's there's he's ready to go. You know, I, I my dad has a, tons of guns. All right, but he has even more. Maybe not as much as Jeff's like dead. other stuff. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you know. I mean, I I think that it's pretty comparative. I mean, the amount of bullets that he sent. But my dad is like, I mean, Austin, have you seen it? No. Uh, one of the kids I went into, well, they were rummaging through my parents, uh, one of my dad's dressers, and he had a drawer just filled with clips. Yeah. Like loaded? Yeah. Ready like to loaded go. clips. What the fuck, man? Wow. You got to no. be ready. Because he's ready for the war. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's it's, ready that, for the it's that age. You know, he, he's always been, I, I, I have no idea. But, you oh, know what, life is... You know, you yeah. talk about the life, uh, you know, having life right in front of you. I was scared shitless. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Man. I was kind of like, I'm going to die right now because my dad doesn't know it's me. And he thinks it's some fucking pooter coming in. Dad. And I was like, dad, 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 it's me. And I just, you know, that was about it. I don't and remember what happened out. afterwards. You blacked out after I, that? I blacked out because I don't remember anything because I was. That stuff, that stuff clean happens your all the time, guys. Yeah. People. I mean, then you hear stories of a guy that was coming home, and he was so drunk that he went to the wrong house. Right. Well, that happened. Well, well she that, wasn't that, drunk, but that and, police officer down in Dallas. Yep. She wasn't drunk. I mean, this teenager got up on the roof, and I cried, tried to crawl through the window. Blam. And it wasn't his house. Well, that was like that guy, the yeah. um, Tyson Chickens CFO that just did that. Got so drunk, he went to that girl's house and just went to sleep. And she came home and went, there's some dude in my bed. And they come in there to find out that it was the Tyson's grandson that was asleep in his bed. The CFO of Tyson. Just drunk. But he didn't get shot. No, no, no. They just pulled him out of the bed and took him to jail. But, I mean. What do you I get, mean, shit what happens, you know? Yeah, what do you get charged with on that one? I guess trespassing. Trespassing, maybe. Yeah. Breaking into well, the arena. I mean, maybe she stupid didn't, drunk. Maybe she didn't, you know, have, uh, what is it called? Do charges against them? Maybe she just dropped them. Man, man, I mean, because when press it's something charges. like that, I mean, shit happens. I mean, shit does happen sometimes. You're kind of like, yeah, I got fucked up. I mean, I've been fucked up. So, if someone, like, if you woke up and someone was in your bed, well, hold on, that's what happened. She yes. woke up and some no, dude no, was no. in her bed. But she, she came, came home, right? She came home at two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, well, and this guy was asleep in her bed. Yeah, right. well, that's that's a little bit different. You know, kind of, you know, I mean, I, I mean, the initial shock. Yeah, take that motherfucker out. But you know, when it gets to court, you know, when you when you get time to process the whole thing and, and you understand what really up. happened, right. you're like, yeah, you know what? I get it. It was stupid, but it wasn't malicious. No, you right. know, I'm so, amazed that you didn't follow up with, "Well, is she hot? <laughs> <laughs> was he nude?" <laughs> I, I did say, I did say she. He was, and that's the funny thing. He was in his underwear, and they kept telling him to get up and put it on clothes. And he's like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." And he'd go back to sleep. Oh, That's pretty God. drunk. That's yeah. pretty drunk. I mean, I if people when they're drunk. I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, I tell you, I, I, um, the last time. I mean, I've been drunk. You guys know that, but I really? haven't been slobbering drunk uh, since my first son was born. Uh, I made an oath to myself that I would never get that drunk again. Uh, when you know, because Tara had called me. And uh, I was out with one of my gigs as a disc jockey, and I was loaded. And she was about to give birth. You know, she didn't, something was going on. I think the amniotic fluid was low or something like that. And uh, so she had to go to the hospital. 
And I remember showing up and I was fucked up. Oh, no. And that's not a good scene. Well, you know, I handled it well. I mean, yeah. I wasn't obnoxious. It was like 2 30, 3 o'clock in the morning. So there wasn't a lot of people around. Right. But it, it happened. I know it happened. Right. It, it doesn't matter what anybody else oh, I knows. Got you. I, got I know you. it happened. And the fact that I recognized it and I was like, that's it. That's never happening again. Right. And I made a decision that day, and I've never ever got drunk again. Now I get seasoned. I get. I get. You know, but I never get to that point anymore. I always draw the line, even at some of my parties. You know, I'm trying to think. I I don't know, recall the last time I got fucked up. It was last weekend. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, seriously. Have you guys ever seen me Man, fucked well, up? If I look at my records, there's 182 times that you, uh, you no, crossed the line. Seriously. Have you ever seen me fucked up? Oh, I don't know if there's different levels, but there's yeah, different we've levels. Seen you. Yeah, we've but I mean, there's you. there's nothing. There's you've never seen me fucked up to the point where I'm incoherent, right? No, I uh, mean, I'm always. Well, hold on, Sean. Well, give it, give us uh, a minute. <laughs> give us a minute. All right, Jeff. What do you think? Uh, you, you get the slurring pretty good. Uh, hold on, hold on. There was the time we went to go see that movie. Oh, <laughs> that midway? was about yeah, midway. Well, well, that wasn't of... getting drunk. That was getting poisoned by Jeff. <laughs> If you did that to yourself. No, yeah. if if that was you didn't realize what you were, you know, inhaling or 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 you know consuming, then you can't you can't count that as. Well, that, that's what that was. I was that probably one, one of your first experiences with a higher proof bourbon. Oh god, yeah. is what that was. That was, was, that stuff, was awful. That was right, awful. Well, I got to be honest. That was we were fucked up then. I, I don't feel comfortable about that fucked up because we even after we did that we acted like jackasses to go see the movie Midway where. <laughs> Paul stands up in the middle of the I movie. Did not, is, I did not. Hitler. I did, you know? Okay. High stepping back and forth. Uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. First off, that was the Japanese, not the Germans. Uh, but you anyway, were confused. Uh, no, I remember you know being excited that we like took out something. I was like, yeah, go get them, and then I fell back asleep. Yeah, you uh, went, yeah uh, fuck uh, you. I didn't yeah. say that. There were yeah. children in the in the damn no, there theater. Was no you children in there, and you were like, I'll have another glass of ice. <laughs> yeah, fucking bladder, and we just reeked like a distillery. I'm sure. Oh, God, it was just awful. bourbon. Yeah, but I'll tell you one thing. I, I did because uh, you spilled all over you yourself. Show up, I and did. because uh, it, you 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 order one of these um, these optical uh, uh, close like, caption. I think it was three. It was three D, is what it was. Yeah, but no, no, he, no, no, no. Gets, I have. Uh, because he, he's hearing, I don't want to say you're hearing impaired, but I mean, I am hearing impaired. All right, well, there you go. He's hearing impaired. I wear hearing aids, and when I go to movie theaters, I put in the little closed caption device that fits in the little cup holder. Yeah, it's I, a little, it's a little box, and it, and it basically is. I you, was fascinated you, you by that. You position it. It's got the little snake, the oh, little yeah, snake thing, it. and you kind of move it around, and you put it right underneath the screen, and you can and then, you see what they're then saying. I'm sitting here, yeah. I think Sean, 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 Sean was jealous. He got one too. Uh, he gets those did every, he really? every time he goes to movie. Oh, yeah. now he does. Every time. You didn't do it. Did you, <laughs> did you really? Every time. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No, well, you know, I do you, it because, you know what? You there are be, times you, 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 don't, you don't understand what they're saying. You, Even when you can't hear it, you're like. You would be amazed how much so you much miss. There's so much you don't get. There would be, you'd be amazed how much you miss. And there's even stuff you miss that isn't even on the screen. Like, oh. There's words being said, and I'm like, where, where, where's that coming from? I never, like. You know what I mean? Guy yells at the background. Kind so of it, thing, you know? No. like Sexy music. No, oh. like, you know, just like... Heavy like, breathing. Uh, what do you call it? Like, not lyrics, but uh, lines. Lines are said oh. off screen. Anyway, doesn't matter. Well, yeah, you hear those. 
Yeah, yeah so anyway, we were see midway, not and that's about probably, I mean, outside of that little moment right there, because we were really hammered. I mean, I was so hammered that I went home and left my phone at Kelly's Tavern. That's when we... Paul almost got us thrown out. I was going to say, we went oh, to, yeah, Kelly, we went to Kelly's out. Tavern? And, and the bartender was kind of like, hey, your deaf friend over here is... Uh, oh, he didn't know you were... You were See, I could have played that card. You did. I could, I, I, <laughs> See, now you get to know what we have to deal with all the time. He doesn't know he's that loud. You should hear him when he comes. <laughs> oh, I've never God, heard that. That's a flag. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's disgusting. That's right. I'm going to buy us all like... Red cards or like flags. Yeah, when throw at big each other. time. We need a flag. Well, that's like us going to a bar, and I get kicked out of the, basically kicked out of the bar because I drank too much in the period of time that I wasn't drunk at all. <laughs> over nine hours, over ten hours, and having eight drinks and having you're cut off. Well, see, there's a couple couple things to ask there. Why are you at a bar for ten hours? <laughs> right. We were having we were having an event right. that took that long to do, right and so during the entire event, about every hour I would have a drink. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was a margarita that had no alcohol really right. in it whatsoever. And that would be the pace that I would expect, right? Yeah, you know, one drink an hour, and then after eight, they're like, no, "You're cut off." It's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm cut off. I've had one drink over nine hours. I had eight drinks, and you're cut off. Yeah, that would. I mean, but and also it was very loud and boisterous. Apparently, right? The person. Oh like, yeah, it wasn't the, like the, the manager. Was it wasn't like pull a, you aside and no, be like, "No, no." Hey, the man. manager announced it to the entire bar Jeez. that I, I yeah, was that, the that, ba- I was the worst person in the entire world. Yeah, I you think. know what? That was that was that's the part that that, that was no couth to that at all. I mean, we were in a in a pro. I mean, we were in a professional outing, very and, professional, and you were not acting out of line at all. Absolutely not. It, it was. We were just all sitting there, just having fun and and just talking. It's like everyone, everyone's in there, right? You know. And I, I mean, granted, I didn't have like fifteen drinks like he did, but I mean, I still <laughs> oh, ate, ate apparently. Ate, yes. ate, ate apparently, but you know what the thing is is that we were there for a long time, and there was he was. It's like drink. I mean, come on, really? Well, they even say, I mean, even your alcohol blood level, even when you're driving, they said one drink an hour, you're fine. You'll yeah. stay within that point eight, which I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Point eight is not drunk, unless you are a nineteen-year-old, eighty-pound little girl that just right. started drinking. Point eight now, okay, baby, that's she's very drunk. sexist. But or anybody that's new to drinking, if you've been drinking a while and you're a little seasoned, and you have, you know, a little weight on you or something too. Point eight, fat. you're not drunk. What are you right. saying? We're saying we're fat. What are you getting at? No. Yeah, that that means you guys could have like forty drinks and you'd be fine. Oh, uh, I just said if you gallons. weren't eighty pounds, with <laughs> we're not eighty Tony pounds because I have to be six foot three. So yeah, yeah, that was a pretty shitty move on the manager's part. But did he, he could have handled that better if if that was his rule. He could have come to you individually and said, "Hey, unfortunately, you've reached our max." You know, they, Even though they, you've been here, right. there are so many different things that they could have done. I mean, that is more tactful than that. That's what like, I mean. He could have pulled up a friend. They could have pulled up a colleague and said, "Hey, man, this is deal. We don't know who's in charge here." You know, or he could have given the table, "Hey, who's in charge here?" And just had a sidebar with them. That's what I mean. You know, just you know, hey, man, this is what's going well, on. What if he just said, "Hey, if you put your pants back on, you can stay." <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Was, you know that was the biggest problem about it all, though. That I was trying to find your boots. 
probably the most sober person in the place. <laughs> because I was drinking margaritas that had no alcohol. Everybody else is drinking right. straight liquor. Yeah, we and were. And they'd had seven or eight. Yeah, we were you know, pounding And you had this overwhelming fear, a uh, feeling of just, it's just unfair. I was just like, going, I haven't <laughs> drank you know, anything. You know what's funny is the first time we went out, do you recall what the, how much that tab was? I do. I paid for half of it. And had to explain half of it. All right. Well, oh boy. and the, the and we had less. We had we had less than half the amount of people. Less than we had a third of the amount of people at, at the at the okay, first right. one yeah. than the second one. And the final bill for the second one was a fraction of the first one. It just Correct. Well, I paid the first bill on the the second one also, and it was I mean 150 bucks. Our bill at the other one went over. Four digits. Oh my God! I, I thought this was a company thing. The oh, company didn't pay for it. No, the company paid for it. But uh, and, and you know that was the cool thing too, is because we called in and explained what happened, and our director, our boss, was like going, "Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, not a big deal. Don't worry about it. It's fine. If you know, we we've done stuff like that before, where everybody, where we had clients that would come in there and they wanted the premier primary, you know, and they were drinking." $50 drinks all that long. Right. Because, I mean, that's how we go to business. You know, I mean, sure. we treat our people right. Sure. You know, we take them out. Hey, do whatever you want to. I don't care. Yeah, but I caught the tail end of that story. But but it's it's one of those situations where, you know, you ask for, oh, I'll take a bourbon on the rocks. And they say, oh, what do you, what, which one do you, which, what would you like? And you say, you know what, just, just bring, bring me something good. Well, what I heard they bring you say, but they $50. don't tell you. Yeah, they don't right. tell you that each one of those is, is 50 bucks a piece. Now, what I heard them say, now, I don't know exactly what came out of their mouth, but what I heard them say was bring us the well, well. Oh, then that's the cheapest Bring stuff us the got. well, you know, old fashions. And they brought them out the weller old fashions. Oh, my God. So the wells were eight, whatever, eight, ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. They were the eight, wellers were 95 for a, a regular old. Yeah. And, and the, some, the well was their bullet. Okay, so it that's was a bullet rod. That's for, what I heard them well. say when they asked. They said, "Hey, bring us the well old fashions," and they brought them Weller old fashions. Oh, how do you battle that one? And then it was fifty bucks a thing. Right. I, so you I say, almost, "Wait a second, I didn't ask for Wellers. I asked for Well." And then I the was, manager has to come over and go, "Oh, you guys been drinking Wellers all night." But and, they, and that's what the problem was: is we didn't get the bill. Well, afterwards, after they drank seven, eight, nine, ten. How many ever they drank, but I mean, after they drank so I'm not many, sure. I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. If I, if I mean, I. Well, I wanted to tell the manager, but then it was like, well, you must have known because y'all just kept drinking them. It was like, well, no, we didn't. No, we ordered well. You brought Weller, right? And he's not going to listen to you anyway because no. you had had you know eight drinks. Oh, yeah, eight margaritas. I, I was. Yeah. Yeah. you, you should have gone to your car and got a bottle of tequila. Oh, out I, of that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Do, do you think they do that on purpose? Like, do I do. Think, and that's crappy. I do. I do. Because then you're not in a position if, to, to, to argue it, right? Well, at this place, there's actually, it's a cigar bar inside of the restaurant. Okay. But in the cigar bar, they have their own menu that actually lists each bourbon and how much it is. Okay. And I think that when you're in there. You're, you're expected to you're, know. You're their primary target for. The they should be drinking bourbons. the fine bourbon with a cigar, because you're not going to drink a well, well. I tell you, you what, know, well bourbon with a freaking you know, and that there's there's cigar. some merit to that, right? I mean, because they sell cigars, you know, there was like twenty bucks a cigar, 
you're buying a twenty dollars cigar, you should have a fifty dollar right. glass of bourbon to dip it in. Well, I right. think that restaurant because Sean and I went to the one up here in Frisco, and their bourbons are highly overpriced. Well, like he said, they're highly f- overpriced. Wait, which place is this? Are we allowed to um, say it? It's a booby bar down oh, there off of Preston. I got you. What? That's not. It's a restaurant. A restaurant. What? Which one is that? The one, the one, the one we went to. The one you have the the meal the meal pass. Fifty dollars <laughs> drinks at where we had. We don't. Want, I'm, anyway. a, I'm surprised that that place would even have fifty dollars. Is that drink. the the two mountains? <laughs> yes. There they, you go. Two and, mountains. And, and they, their list because <laughs> some of the bourbons we have here, we know how much these things cost. Well, that's what he was saying. It's like that whole bottle. Even when they said right. we're going to bring you water or whatever, so it's a fifty dollar bottle. All right, fine. So you're going to charge us ten bucks a drink. Now we're going to charge you fifty, 50 bucks. Do- a drink. Yeah. You're going to buy the whole bottle with one drink. It's like no, right. wait. See, a that, that, and that's the thing I struggle with. I mean, you know, nobody wants to be that cheap guy. But when you go to a sporting event and you get yeah. a double, and it's thirty four dollars for a double, right? And it's, I mean, and what you're talking about, Bacardi, or we're talking about, you know, some a, a well, you know, Jack Daniels, right? I mean, which is good, but or Evan Williams or. Yeah, probably Evan Williams. I mean, $35 for a glass this big, right? A tiny glass and got two shots oh, in it. Perfect example. So you have Johnny Walker. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't really do this. I did, but I didn't really do this. Okay. Um, for certain people listening, but I had a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, which was the Premier. You know, Hell King $250 bottle. You know, scotch bottle of scotch that I took out and we drank it at one point. Well, I took it home when there was some left, which I poured into another bottle. Well, I bought a bottle of green and poured it into that bottle and took it back out there. Everybody went, This is like the same stuff. So I'm like, Okay. I went back and put a red, poured red into it, the cheapest Johnny Walker into that same bottle and poured it. And everybody went just as crazy. I'm like, going, what are you doing? So, yeah, really is and there. I actually tasted them. I tasted them all together. I had the green, black, I had a green, black, red, and the blue all at the same time and poured them all in the shot glasses, mixed them up. And I mean, there was a little bit of difference. Oh, so you blended it though. It no, was no, different, no, no, no. Yeah, different glasses. Different glasses. Oh, okay, okay. And, and, people mixed, could, and people couldn't tell the difference. And then I mixed up all the glasses and it was like, you know. Was there enough to make it worth $250 compared to 50 No, we, not we've, at all. We've had that debate on the bourbon side, too. I mean, yeah. th- there's a lot of $100 bourbons out there. and Are they better than the $50 bourbons? Well, we we have some. You know, we paid 100 bucks for that uh, blood oath out there, and all of us were just kind of meh. Yeah. We have uh, 50 other bourbons that are better than it. It's interesting. I I don't know where they. I mean, it's marketing, right? It comes. Uh, to, exactly they want to. Yeah, they want to be an elite. They want to sell themselves as a, as an elite brand. You know, blah blah blah. Make a limited amount of it, right? So that you can push the price right. up, right? Well, a good example right now is even my tequila that I represent. When I got into it, nobody would buy it. It was nine dollars a bottle. Right. Anywhere you went, you could buy that stuff for nine bucks for the whole kit with the tequila and the mixer. Okay. Nine bucks. Now twenty nine ninety five because I've repped it enough that people want it. Right. So now it's become a diamond, you know. Mm-hmm. If nobody wanted the diamonds, they'd be worth crap. They'd be worth, you know, yep. steel prices. 
Supply. But they're so supply and demand. Yeah, supply, demand, and advertising. Oh, that's right. So now that I've advertised the tequila, everybody's asking thirty dollars a bottle for it, where it was nine right. six months ago. Oh, in six months, that's how much it's gone yeah. up. Wow. That, well, I've increased your sales by over fifteen hundred percent. Very nice. So that's yeah. why I get all that stuff and being able to hand it out. And if anybody the transfer tequila, go try it. It's amazing. Nice. The only it's it's an Azul tequila. The only other Azul on the market now is one hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Right. Yeah. Nice. We should get into tequilas. I I'd be okay with that. I know there's some really good ones out there. Although I'd rather get into like some rums or something. I, tequila, I, the, I love rum. I I was yeah I was on rum before bourbon. The problem about like rums and rums. all that other stuff out there is like when I went to my doctor. When all my cancer stuff's going on and everything's happening and I'm like down and I can't do anything for six months, you know, and I gained weight because I wasn't able to even move. I wasn't able to do anything. But my doctor actually told me, he said, if you're going to drink, drink tequila. That's the most healthy alcohol there is on the the planet. The least least harmful. Well, it doesn't have as much (laughs) sugar. Right. The sugar is so much less and it's more plant-based because of the... Interesting. I thought vodka was. No, no, no. Yeah, I thought vodka was the least harmful for uh, uh, liquor. Still sugar. That's where vodka is like pure sugar. Right. Where tequila is not sugar. It's a plant based. It's a plant based sugar. It'd be like, in the sense of uh, Splenda compared to sugar. Right. Interesting. That that is interesting. I like tequila, actually. I mean, I like good tequila. I had some through college. I had some really, really bad experiences. And that's the whole thing about my tequila: the people don't want to drink it because they're like, "Tequila has a stigma about uh, altering." And I got to be honest; I'm victim of it's a different drunk. It's a different drunk. Yeah, I agree. It's like you know, it's almost like I want to say not necessarily me, but I mean, I have. uh, But people have a tendency to be more angry. Correct. On tequila? On, on tequila. That, it's a different and kind. It, and that is exactly what the doctor said. It's a sugar content, like rum and all that. Um, rum, bourbons, and all these things, they're so sugar-based that they make your body, because of the sugar, happy. Right. Tequila is more dry and plant-based, so it basically changes a different nerve in your system. Right. But it's it the best thing that you can have right. to drink healthy-wise. Right. Tequila makes your clothes fall off. Isn't that a song? <laughs> yeah, no. it is. Yes. Speaking of clothes falling off, have you heard of the uh, Balenciaga? It's under fire for an ad of kids holding teddy bears in harnesses. It's the wrong kind of clothes falling off, though. Yeah, it well, is. it's still it's a topic of discussion. Well, it, the thing is, it got a lot of press this week. Over the last week, I had never heard of this company I, before. I, yeah, I hadn't either. Uh, maybe just what because do they I sell. Did. It's a luxury fashion brand, uh, just known I think for all its the bold designs, which often push the the boundaries of style. So, if you go and you, you see any of these runways where you have these models going down with their and hair they're wearing like a plastic bag. Oh yeah, just you know, or tape a garbage pail, a and, black strap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> on through the crotch, maybe through the yes. <laughs> So, anyways, well, Kim Kardashian was, uh, you know, she also made waves. In the... She was a spokesperson for them, I yeah. think. Who is? Well, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. The billionaire. Wow. She's a billionaire. I know. I, I, I reflected on that when I saw her, was it Skins or Skims? Some, some bra commercial came on, and there she was advertising this so, revolutionary 
uh, bra. So and I was like, this woman is a billionaire. So it's it's Balenciaga shared its 2022 gift collection, quote unquote, the gift collection. Okay. It's a holiday campaign on social media. Uh, started on November 16. It was immediately wet, met with with the backlash because uh, the campaign, which was photographed by an award winning National Geographic photographer, Gabrielle Gallimberti, uh, started children holding bags that looked like teddy bears. And one of Gallimberti's best-known collections is called the Toy Stories, which is where this whole thing this came from. So that's well, the, the teddy toy bears. Stories. Explain what the teddy bears look like. Correct. Well, the, you want me to explain it? Yeah. Well, let me let me get down uh, through this, and then because it, it features it. So it says it features children from all over the world standing in rooms with their toys. So Gallimberti told the insider uh, Balenciaga, uh, Balenciaga took uh, inspiration from the collections for its holiday spread. Uh, let me go down here. So Gallimberti said he they wanted him to photograph kids in the same style he did for Toy Stories, but the company wouldn't provide the objects for them to be around for a punk shoot. So Gallimberti is primarily a documentary photo, uh, photographer, and uh, for the shoot, um, they dressed the plush bears in punk gear that looked like bondage. It's not punk. That's like bondage gear. Totally bondage. Well, well, I'm getting there. So it's it's plush bears in punk gear that looked like bondage, including leather harnesses and spiked collars. How sick is that? Wine glasses were also used uh, near the children in some of the shots. And then the the social... Listen to how this is spun here. This makes me sick. Social media users quickly condemned the shoot, accusing Balenciaga of sexualizing children. Conservatives... Conservative influencers oh, nice. were some of the loudest critics of the luxury brand. Yeah, because it was all Democratic, right? For instance, uh, Blair White, a conservative influencer with nearly 500,000 Twitter followers, tweeted, I really boycott, but Balenciaga is canceled for me. I spent thousands of money on them, and now I'll be donating by my items to, to the nearest homeless shelters. All right, whatever. So, <laughs> does, does Joe Biden <laughs> donate to this? Uh, so Balenciaga posted the apology for the, on the Instagram, announcing it has removed the campaigns from his platform. We sincerely apologize. Blah blah blah. Our plush uh, bear bags should not have uh, been featured with this child in this campaign. Uh, but look, there's more. So amid there is the paperwork scandal, as well. Correct. So amid the scandal of the gift collection, quote unquote, campaign, a photo. Was a collaboration resurfaced online saying, uh, um, uh, a purse sits, uh, so there's a, there in the ad, uh, a purse sits on the table scattered with documents. One of the documents on the table was part of the Supreme Court's 2008 decision, United States versus Williams, which upheld a lower court's ruling that. Pandering of child pornography is not protected by the First Amendment. Whoa. What what are the odds of that? I mean, come on. That is is extremely specific for that to be in that shoot with children. I mean. Well, did you hear who the uh, their top designer was? She left the company about 2017. This uh, this lady, her posts were her. Very like satanic with babies and stuff was her design. Did there? I don't understand. It only what's happening. Evil. It's evil. 
There's a picture I, of her. I really know that that's the explanation. The Evil. more, the more, you know, look here. We had talked about um, uh, uh, Jones. What's his name? Scott Jones. Dr. Ben? Jones? No, no. Not, not. Who? Dr. Um, Jones. Uh, um, Alex Jones. Kalima. Oh, yeah. Alex Ow. Jones. We talked about Alex Jones and how he was on some sort of a private property and there were a bunch of politicians and uh super high executives that were all in this cult kite uh, cult type uh experience where they allegedly looked like they were sacrificing people and children and stuff and yeah, look look, look 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 I'm not saying any of that's true. Uh, all I'm saying that's is like that, that movie Eyes Wide Shut. But look was it's, that, that movie it's with like uh, Tom the, Cruise? It's like the Epstein Island look there's there is something going on out there that it look if it, if it was one little thing that came out and right. they said hey well you would oh, well, that's anomaly that's bullshit but you have the this repeated exposure you have this this topic that gets reiterated yeah over and it keep, over keeps coming up this is absolutely deliberate absolutely you sound more like deliberate. Jim Jones and then I'm math, like, you know yeah no kidding this is sick. It, it is it, sick. It's pervasive. And it's pervasive in Hollywood. It's pervasive in the elite circles. What I mean, it's, the it's fuck? Evil. It's called evil. Yes, but the, my point is, is that maybe what they're saying is true. It starts to question you. You have to, and, and the fact what that they're they, saying true is like meaning it, it's happening all over the place. Or well, I'm what's just, true? Well, it's well, what I'm the saying, left is accepting it, so the, they're the, like oh, they're trying to normalize it. it. They're trying to normalize yes. it. And, and to the point where they're even teaching in schools, like, oh, well, you know, they, what is that that the phrase were there? They're calling like adults that like Groomers. small children. Oh, well, minor pedophiles. attracted. Uh, minor attracted individuals. You're not a. a, a, a I'm not a pedophile. Not I'm just, a pedophile. I'm just a, what do they call them? Um, minor they're, attracted. They're trying to normalize it. They're trying to normalize everything. You know, it's, it's fucked up. And, you know, how can you. Mm, yeah, it's bad. This is bad. This is bad, and it's in your face. And, the, and nobody's uh, saying shit about it. Well, it got a lot of press this week. Well, but I they're mean, not. They're, it caused a, it caused a not, shit stink big time. But they're not really getting to the meat of it. Right. I mean, which is they're, why they're, there's if, if who gives a fuck? Yeah, where's the about why the bear? On this? And I mean, the, yeah, the bear with the punk out and the, uh, the 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 sexual stuff. Okay, why was those? Why were those documents there? Right. What 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 is that? I was probably all about? trying to sneak through like an inside joke for all the other yeah. pedos out there. It's kind of like it's kind of like the the. But why you got to question that? Why? Well, what are you doing? I think the left, the Democratic Party, and all that kind of stuff are just trying to normalize, like you're saying, normalize everything. Leo. But when they bring in all this stuff, they're like just trying to shove it down your throat and tell you you have to accept this it, stuff because like, the media will not. It's kind of like butt fucking on Netflix and all the the, the gayisms going on. Look, yep. I don't care if people are gay. I accept no. them just the way they are. I don't need it in in every single Netflix every show. single one. Now. But, because but you don't need it. You don't need to push on your. You don't need to push on your. Four kids. or five year old kid that, That's right. that they have to figure out right. are you gay right now? I'm They're thinking, like, well, look, what the hell the, is gay? The gay society is five percent of our of the uh, of our population. And it's on ninety nine percent of our shows. It's right. on ninety nine percent of the shows. I heard I, I watched the five, I think it was yesterday's, and I think it was can't remember which host said it, but he had a stat and he said 
Baby boomers, I think he said, 0.6% identified as homosexual or gay. Then the next generation, which is what? Gen Y? Right. Was 2.4%. It's it's climbing. Gen X, which is us, was 4%. Gen Z was 5%. The millennials, or whatever the latest one is. Yeah, 88%. It jumped to 20.4%. Identify as gay. 24%? 20.4%. So it went from 4% for Gen Z up to 20.4, and they're like, because it's the social engineering that's going on right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you so know what? Did they identify as homosexual or as just gay. Or well, you queer know or, or just one of those letters. LGB alphabet people. Okay. See, that to me is just it's uh, a, a bullshit way to get attention. I, I, mean, I don't they're know. Not even, they're not even well, any you, of those you, things. You don't understand what the first of that stands for. LGB. Let's go, Brandon. You know. There you go. <laughs> so my my thought about right. my my thought about well, first of all, the the phenomenon of being gay. All right, in mm-hmm. my opinion, is Mother Nature trying to control population? Ooh, this is well. This that's is what the, get good. Right. Well, what, I heard that discussion there? as well. They're like, and it was on the radio, and they're like the and actually it may have been on the radio where the guy was talking about it. He's like. It's not sustainable as a society. The more people that are gay means those people are not procreating. That's right. Yeah. Right. It's not natural. So you got five percent of the population that's not appropriating. But Pro- if that jumps up to yeah. But if all of a sudden they say, Well now it's twenty percent. Oh wow. I mean, now we've got the- they got twenty percent of the people not procreating. Well, I'm fine with that. What too. does that so mean? If you, if yeah, you come I mean, out with if you come out with that kind of statistics right there, then you think about all the guys are going with guys. Hopefully, the girls aren't going with the girls. So that well, gives my but let's, my personal thing. I can let's break get a this down girl more. There. Let's 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 now. Okay, so we have established, um, <laughs> we've established that 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 is a potential. But now we want to start differentiating between different types of races. You know how well, many how many folks in the, I mean if if you're black. What's the uh, percentage of gay people? If you're white, what's the percentage of gay people? Hispanic, etc. I mean, how did those break down? I'd be interested to find yeah, out. I would be curious. curious. Well, I mean, it should be equal, right? Well, I mean, it should be in theory. Not only that, but let's let's take this a little step further. Uh, how many of those are, are gay? But also, um, <laughs> that's my train of thought. God damn it! It's that that, you, you that full about, gate was really good. You brought up the greatest point right there, though. So you think about commercials nowadays, and you know, by no means am I racist in any means. But you bring up commercials nowadays, you find any commercials that don't have right. that have only white people, or if the white people are in the commercials, are the white people on the downside of it? Like right. there's insurance commercials now that the white people's house is falling apart, and the black people have to come up and save them. Right. I mean, and that's just become society now that the white people cannot ever be on the good side of anything yeah right. you know, that's fucked up the white people are, are are you know there are all kinds of tiktoks wh- out there well, white straight men oh, we man. are the worst screwed people in the world i don't even know if i want to get in this yeah you know it, it's it, it's fucked up you know because they're you know, trying to they're trying to normalize they're trying to write what they're trying they to think normalize are wrong. hate correct Exactly. They're trying to normalize That's hate towards exactly. white folks. Exactly. That is exactly and it's, the it's thing. wrong. I mean, you got people all over in every college campus that's kind of like, you know, we, we, we should feel bad because we're white. 
you know, I why should I feel bad because I was born white? Right. Period. Fuck I mean, you. I, I don't, and I don't understand how they're getting away with it. It's so blatant racism. It's blatant racism. They're One, they're saying they, be, they start a club and they say, you know, no whites allowed. Right. Correct. But if you like, say that if you're is, white, you no blacks allowed. Oh, the world comes apart. Did I send you the the, the video yes. of the girl with the if you have a white friend? Yeah, yeah, don't don't I just think don't just think you can bring that person around. They you need to ask for permission because maybe some people don't want to be the, around their whiteness and their right. white white shenanigans or whatever. Yeah, the white shenanigans. I don't want to deal with the white shenanigans tonight. See, I mean that's just teaching hate. That's pure that's pure hate. And that's one thing that I love. One person that I love to watch, like on YouTube, Instagram and all that, is Brandon Tatum. He was an ex cop, ex sheriff. He is a black guy, but he always talks about why are why is my race doing what they're doing? Right. With all this, well, I don't agree with anything that they're doing. It's a bunch of crap. Well, here, here, listen to this little insert here. Controversial opinion, but if you have a token white and you're hanging out token. with a your token friend white. group of color, you need to ask permission from everybody in the group to bring your white friend. Like, don't exactly. just bring them. Ask for explicit permission from everyone because just because you're comfortable with them doesn't mean that everybody's comfortable with them. I might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is and the definition thing, it feeds of into hate, their ego. hateful racism. Like don't don't let them think they're a good white person. Don't don't give them that card to use against other people. Please don't do that. Controversial opinion. A good but white if you person. Have a good a white person. White, it's what? And you're repeating. Out it's repeating. With your friend group of color. You're repeating it. You need to What's ask happening? permission. Oh. You fall asleep? No, I was actually looking for the bottle of Fourgate. <laughs> oh, it's over here. It's gone. Mm. It's empty. You're not this having any more. Glass. No, remember you're saving that for me. Uh, yeah, pick another bottle. Birthday boy, birthday boy. <laughs> he's playing birthday the birthday boy. card. Yeah, he's playing the birthday no. card. Well, you know what? Look, here's well, the thing. Man. I'm well, saying that I'm too kidding. is uh, I have. I mean, some of my best friends in the world, you know, are different colors. Fun, you know, I. Or black, Spanish, whatever. I mean, I have some of the greatest friends and greatest people that I've known since I was a kid up to nowadays. But then when they sit and they sit around and they tell me the same thing, they're like, "Oh, why is everything so racial towards what? you guys?" What if, what yes. if this bitch was white and what? she was talking about black people? Well, she's an Asian chick, right? Uh, what if she were white and she... she was talking about black people? Oh my god, it she would be, be blow... crucified. Oh, it'd be blown up. It'd up. be shut off of every. Yep. If you if you have a black friend and you want to bring him over, make sure you get permission to bring your black friend. That would have to go on to. Can you imagine Ashbrook. that? It's unbelievable. Uh, seriously, what I mean. The only what place has that could go will be on Askbook, where you know, I mean, everything can be political. Yeah, it's where we are headed in a very, very wrong direction when it comes to race relations, and it's a sad, it's a sad thing, and it's done under the guise of. Correcting rights of the of the past, of the wrongs of the past. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy, and I uh, I don't like it. Anyway, but what are we gonna do? Well, anyway. why why do we have to get blamed for it? Right. No, I understand. To be a straight white male, and we get blamed for. Well, did you guys see the uh, the news conference between the U.S. soccer coach and the uh, state-run Iranian? Media. I heard about it. It's good. It's a good, and good exchange. I saw a small part of it. I, I read some of it. And they were not asking sports questions at all. That's maybe a couple. <laughs> Amazing. And then it went into 
how can you be from a country that is so racist and shit like that? Right? Yeah. And what do you think about Black Lives Matter? And and this is uh, he's oh a black. Uh, no, this was the head coach. who's a white guy. Well, I saw the. I think there was another one where he was uh, one of the soccer players too, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw the one that he was the the. I read the article about the head coach, and he didn't bite on any of it. And uh, I think I don't think either one of them did. And yeah, one of the things he said was, uh, "I agree, sports is something that should bring people together. Fans come from all around the world, and you get to compete on the field as brothers. Sports does have the ability to do that." Uh, that's one of the. Yeah, things I he thought said. it was the captain, the, the the black captain. Well, I think it was both. Well, it was they, did, they, they did it to the the soccer coach as well, and I think that the Iranian or Iranian he corrected him on how to speak Iran, the, Iran, Iranian. Right. Not Most Iran. people say Iran, and it's, it's Iran. Iran. Anyway, and I think they were looking for poster board material to get their to country get- route up. To say, look what the USA has just said about your country. Right. I think he was trying to bait them to say something negative about Iran. Right. Well, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Dude, Iran's in a, in some trouble right now, man. I mean, they they're uh, protesting. Probably they're probably this is probably the biggest and most extended protest they've had since. Yeah, I read, it became a theocracy. I heard that uh, the soccer team was threatened by the government. That if you do not behave yourself during the national before the game, before the game, we will imprison you and kill your family. Yeah, your oh family. They gosh. threatened their family, yeah. and the reason why is because they refused in a pre, in a prior game they had refused to sing their national anthem in solidarity in solidarity with the protesters, and on top of that, they did something else. They they took off the Islamic symbol off the no, flag. That no, was the, that was the U.S. Soccer that Association, was, and they did it. They don't know yeah. how or why that happened, but it was quickly replaced. But they basically were supporting the protests. And then, yes, the Iranian government said, "Well, wasn't that the like gay flag they were trying to wear, wear mm. on them or something like that?" And then they said, "Well, <laughs> everybody, you know, we kill those people, <laughs> so you can't wear that." Well, here. Qatar said oh, that. Okay. But the uh, but if you watch the the footage of them and when they're doing the national anthem, uh, when they did the Iranian one, the look on the players' faces was of disgust, basically. Right. And they were voicing it, singing it, or whatever. Um, but they but the look on their face was like you could tell they didn't want to do it. Right. Oh, you mean after they were threatened? Yeah, after they were threatened. Yeah, yeah. They but literally this- said they were going to imprison or kill or torture their families. Right. Right. So the most Wait. noteworthy statement that uh, Quiros, Quiros, who, uh, Q U E I, is this the Quiros um, American? I, I believe that's soccer the captain? soccer player. No, it's the Iranian. Football. Pardon? Football. Yeah. So the most no- noteworthy statement that Quiros was made was a suggestion that he believed that Iran squad wants qualifications to. The, the knockout stage more than the United States. For us, Iran, in this case, t- to be in the second round knockout stage, will be the first time in six World Cups qualifications. So it is motivation that is probably stronger uh, than the United States because they did that in 1994. So for us, it's more special than them. That was, uh, that's I believe that's the black guy that was in the... Um, right. Uh, he was trying to say that uh, Ty- their motivation is uh, better, uh, uh, is stronger this? motivation, right? 
Well, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jeez. You guys live for that shit, man. <laughs> Let's see what Sean does and fucks up. Even Austin was out. He was like immediately killing me. <laughs> How dare mute, you? Mute, mute. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, so I watched the game. Actually, I, I, I watched the second half. I didn't watch any of it. I watched the second half. I recorded it because I was on phone calls. And I, I finally forgot. sat down I and watched prepared. it. I didn't forget. I don't give a fuck. And. I saw the score. The score was right before halftime, and the guy gets completely nailed in the nuts. Yeah, he, he went. He went immediately to the hospital. Yeah, he may not even play. <laughs> they, no, he said he want he he, he they, wants to, but he was contused and pretty he, bad. He scored on that play. He scored, but he he when he was he was flying through the air, and the goalie's knee went right into his junk. Yes, and he, <laughs> and he scored. <sighs> And then he laid there on the on the grounds, and then they yeah they played with ten guys for a couple of minutes. No, they yeah they subbed him out. And he then went, he, no, he went back in there for a little while. Did he? Yeah. Oh, because I heard so, they, through, to halftime he played to halftime. Okay, and then they God. subbed him, right. and then he went to the hospital. Right. And because there's a picture of him in the hospital when they won the game, he's got his. They have a picture of him from the hospital bed with his hand up. Right. I want to see it. I don't really, but I, I would be curious. You know what exactly happened? To he got him. racked. And he got ice, racked. His ice diaper on. He he, he went right. flying through the air to <laughs> kick Big the bag ball. Of peas. And the and the goalie was coming this way, and he just they collided right in the goal, right, right into in the his net. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Now when I saw the play, it looked we like we were offsides. It looked like. It was close. It was close, man. It was close. I was like, "Wow!" No, it wasn't offsides. It was close. Yeah, from well, they that, have, from they that have angle, it sure. Well, they have like an it. automatic uh, tool because oh, nice. we scored another goal where it was so close, and they're like, "Yeah, there's an automatic," and they called them offsides. And I was like, "Yeah, this is new automatic offsides <laughs> indicator." And nice. they, then they called it offsides, so. like a little laser. I guess I don't no, know. laser deal. I don't know. I don't know. Or did the it's players good. wear something, maybe. I don't think shoe. it's a laser. something on the sideline. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's, but I watched. I watched the second half, and that's no, like fifteen people. They stand there. The last look. ten minutes of the mm-hmm. game, <laughs> high stress, because Iran was just hammering, doing everything they could to get a score. Right. And at what there point, were some at, close ones. At what point did the USA score? Uh, it was right before the halftime. Okay. Like and, the then, and then it was basically eighth minute or something. Yeah, it was like defense in the then the last ten minutes, and there was one where the ball went through the goalie's feet but it was going slow and a guy came up behind it and it was going right for the goal and, and was, somebody kicked it someone out kicked it out yeah but I was like, so, so what's the current status of um they made the round of 16 yeah we made it to Who's the knockout they? round we did us yeah. yes did, yeah what about iran no they're out they, they got bounced yeah so uh from what i believe or i think i know is that every game you play you score X amount of points. Not for the game, but you acquire certain points in the tournament, right? And then goals four as well. I think if you score a bunch of goals, you get more points, right? It, it, it's pool play at first. Everybody's in different pools, like different divisions, and then you have to get a certain amount of points to advance to the to the, to the the knockout round. Right. The, 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 well, the main... top two point getters, right? Right. So that's how they set the bracket, is whoever makes it out of their pool play. Right. And it's hard to make it out of the pool play. They said group B was... One of, if not the toughest ones, to get through. Right. So, so we made it out of pool play, and now yeah. we're in like it's elimination now. If you lose, you're out. Wow. And how many teams are in that? 16? Sixteen. 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 So it looks just like March Madness now. Yeah. Now it's now it's the real deal. Yeah. So if you lose, you're out. If you win, you go to the next. And one. when do we play? 
Saturday. Saturday at 9 a.m. Uh, against uh, the, the Dutch. We've got to see it. We've got to watch that. Let's get together and watch it. That'd be fun. Do shots. Yes, with of tequila. <laughs> oh, I like where this tequila. is going. Tequila. With tarantula. Tarantula. <laughs> tarantula tequila. Oh, my God. That was the fastest second half. Yeah, well, I, 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 I've... I played soccer for 10 years as a kid, and, and I don't watch much on TV. But 10 that, years? I did. Something, I something about World Cup, though. Is, and those is, last 10 minutes, I was stressed. It was high anxiety. It's exciting. Because it was, it, was, it was one time after another, Iran was just going for it. And if we would have tied, we would have made it. World, World Cup soccer, even though it can be 0-0 zero to zero the whole damn game, it's still exciting. It is. World Cup is. World Cup is. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to it Saturday morning. I got to remember. I got to put a freaking reminder because I, I wanted to watch the game uh, and I forgot. Record it. You have to remember it's not soccer. You have a DVR? It's, it's football. Football. It's football. Football. No, not football. I'm a pro app. November 30th. Dudes like us. Fantastic bourbon. Fantastic night. Fantastic guest, right. Scott yes. Cash. Thank you so much. Glad to have you, man. Oh, man. Enjoyed it so much. Good. I'm having a good time. I'm a little buzzed. I haven't drank this much in the least. Well, well you had half a bottle of four gates. You, you would never get to that point Shut the fuck again. up. <laughs> Just one more <laughs> shot. Yeah. Dudes like us, I'm Sean. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. I'm Cash. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Happy producer. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good night. Thank you, Austin. Thank you, sir.